Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today to the Joe Show. Today I got with us Reagan Moore and Caleb Huang from MLS here for the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, glad to be on. So I've been listening, long time listener, first time caller. Nice. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you on here. How's it going, Caleb? Pretty good. Nice. How are you guys doing? Uh, been working. I've had a good day. Nice and sunny out. It's really nice weather, so. Oh, yeah. Can't complain about the weather. Super nice no, out. No, no. Caleb, did you go outside at all today? No. I did some homework. You did really? homework? Did you do I it? Know. Did you do it well? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> did you guys watch the uh, NFL draft at all? Yeah, I watched most of it. I didn't watch all the last uh, last day of it, the seventh round, sixth round stuff. Yeah, I watched most of it. I I usually don't watch it. I find it kind of boring, and then like, but I watched like to the Lions' first pick, and then like it was even more boring than it usually is with it all virtual. I thought so. I had to. I turned it off, and I went did some other stuff. I didn't watch the actual draft. I was on a live stream on YouTube. Okay. Okay, that's so, that sounds better. The actual like I thought the actual like televised thing was like s- super boring. <laughs> so if someone talked yeah, about I've it, seen it was a lot of different like clips from it and stuff. But Roger Goodell looked like he's sleeping and stuff. So. Yeah, and Bill Belichick's dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you? What are you guys' thoughts about the our pick taking Jeff Okuda? Uh, not my. Favorite pick. I really wanted to trade down. I don't mind it, but it feels like we just let go of Slay to go and replace him with somebody in the draft when we could have been more useful by doing something else with it. So a lot of people are saying like nobody wanted to trade with the Lions or whatever because they knew the Lions were going to take it in a quarterback. They knew Tua wasn't going to be drafted by them. Yeah. I think the Lions should have just drafted Tua and then traded him and maybe got some assets from the Dolphins, like two more first round picks or like a second round pick or something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I was hoping we were going to trade down too because I just don't think that a uh, with like the third pick like in other drafts we could have got like Saquon or someone like that more of a franchise player I think so like this year like there was really a, like a, at the third pick no one that was really like a franchise guy and like I don't see a corner winning us a championship I guess either. Yeah. There's only been like five or six corners drafted in the first like six picks of the draft ever, counting Okuda. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's good. But like, I would rather saw us like trade down and even take more of a guy that's gonna impact the team more than a corner, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like we left some things, some needs unfilled, like our defensive line. We yeah, didn't get enough help there where we are going to really struggle this year so yeah like, i didn't really like the pick of cephas the wide receiver from wisconsin mm-hmm. i would have rather taken somebody else there were better receivers out there and i don't think we really need a receiver anyways so yeah we don't really need it we're pretty stacked at receiver as it is i definitely agree yeah. with the defensive line our d line was not is not good at all and like when they when they were breaking down the pick of Okuda, they were talking about how our secondary was so bad, and I feel like our secondary wasn't necessarily. I thought our secondary played pretty well at times. I thought it was more just like we never got any sacks ever. Yeah, we had like negative pressure on the quarterback, and then 
I guess that hurts the secondary, but I definitely thought we needed more help on the D-line. Well, and also I think we needed some better linebackers last year. We were a really struggling linebacker yeah. for the most part. Yeah, a linebacker would help me. a couple guys, but I don't know. Yeah, I think we should have traded down and took in somebody else. I th- I think. I, I guess and even if we wanted to trade down to five with the Dolphins or something like that, the Chargers, yeah. they wanted to. Uh, we trade down. We still can take Okuda because he's probably not going to be drafted by any of the teams. Mm-hmm. Like if we trade the Dolphins, he's not going to be taken before we get there. Yeah. If we can't get Okuda, we can get like Isaiah Simmons or some other like stud, and we get another pick bonus. So I don't understand it, but yeah. I, I wouldn't even have been like necessarily upset if we would have traded Stafford on draft night and tried to get a couple picks and then if we got a couple picks take a quarterback and then take another defense guy. But I don't really think That's anyone a bold, wants bold take, but I, I actually agree with it. I wouldn't have minded if we ended up getting a new quarterback. Maybe like we don't we take Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts even. Yeah. From. There's there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft class who I think can turn out to be pretty good players. Mm-hmm. And if you trade them to a team that's like kind of desperate for some wins, I guess who would take Stafford? Like I think like he trading him to the Patriots wouldn't even be a bad a bad option yeah, either because they need a quarterback um, and they need to win right now or they want to keep winning, I guess. But I think that the the Cowboys kind of got to steal with C.D. Lamb. Uh, they're kind of stacked on offense now. Even yeah, they more. got a lot of uh, weapons on offense with Zeke Elliott and Amari Cooper, and now C.D. Lamb. Yeah, and, and Dak. It's just they're kind of their offense is going to be fun, I guess, to watch. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that they can work. I thought it was funny when uh, how the Packers took uh, a quarterback. They they are their draft. Their whole draft class is ter- was terrible. Yeah, they're getting a lot of crap in the draft class. It's strange to me that they would take a quarterback when they... I mean, I don't think anybody thought that they were ever going to win a Super Bowl last year, but they were one game away. So it's just a couple more pieces. Yeah. And they, and they probably could use the... They need another wide receiver, for one thing. Yeah, they do. Other than Devontae, they're struggling. Do they need just another weapon? And I think it was just funny because... Like, it just seems like they're giving up on Rodgers right now, and it's like, he's got a couple more years. You might as well make the best of them. And they're just kind of like, oh, we got our next guy now. Yeah, they didn't give him any help. And it's it's kind of the same thing they did with Brett Favre back in the day when they got Rodgers. They drafted Rodgers, so yeah. he sit behind for a couple years. But That's... I think it, it's not as far time when you were one game away from the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. I think maybe next year, the year after. It's still going to be a good quarterback. They got Trevor Lawrence coming out and Justin Fields and stuff like that. And it's not like the Packers can really get that, probably, because it'll be good enough that they don't have a high enough pick. But there's enough quarterbacks that you can find. Yeah, um, I thought it was kind of kind of cool. The Michigan had uh, ten guys drafted. It's like one of the uh, second highest uh, from one school in the draft. Um, so it seems like we had a lot of guys that are were coming out. I read an article about. Um, I was just saying that, like, Jim Harbaugh hasn't been winning, but, like, looking at the no- amount of guys he's gotten drafted since he's been here and his numbers are super high. Yeah, Teron Matthew tweeted something about that, about how they don't they get a lot of crap for not being successful, but he's doing the right thing for the kids and they're getting the NFL, preparing yeah. them right. Mm-hmm. And I think we could have even had more. We tied, I think, with Ohio State for second most, but yeah. there's guys like uh, Lavert Hill, 
who like was supposed to go third or fourth round that went undrafted. So yeah, um, yeah, we had four linemen taken. Um, that's the tie the tied a record for the most by a position to be drafted uh-huh. from one team uh, from one school, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I didn't. Even, I didn't really realize that our line was had that many guys on it that were draft worthy. I guess. Well, they weren't a lot of like super big stars, but they were good people who can like like fourth, fifth, sixth round guys. Yeah. Who can do something for a team? Other than Caesar Ruiz, that's where like all of them went. So. I was I was kind of surprised that Peoples Jones slid all the way down to the sixth round. Like I thought maybe he would have been like a fourth, maybe. Third or fourth? Yeah, he, was, he was predicted to go like second or third round. Yeah. And then I read an article before the fourth round that said he's not going to last long, long in the fourth round. He'll be off the board quick. And then all of a sudden, it's the sixth round and he still hasn't been drafted. Yeah. That's and, one of the people I was thinking of when I was thinking like maybe the Lions shouldn't have taken Cephas. They should have maybe taken somebody like Peoples Jones. Yeah. And so that's, that's a little biased because I'm a Michigan fan, but I thought yeah. he was pretty good. So Peoples Jones also said that he thought it'd be cool to play for the Lions too, so... He probably would have yeah. liked that. I was. He's I, a really good athlete. The, the thing with Cephas that people are talking about right now is he's not very fast. Yeah. And I think we could use a receiver like People's Jones who can do returning and is a fast player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was surprised that he slid down that far because at the combine he had pretty good numbers among the wide receivers. I know that. Yeah, he had great numbers. His broad jump and his high jump and stuff. They yeah, were, they were really impressive. Uh, I thought it was funny. I didn't realize until a couple days after the draft that uh, that um, Brian Lewerke got signed by the Patriots. And I saw this thing on Instagram that was was like, if Brian Lewerke can get signed, so can Shea Patterson. I can't I can't believe that Brian Lewerke got signed by a team. He's just terrible. I know, I can't either. They were joking on the radio about how he was going to lead the Patriots back to the Super Bowl, but he was he was not good last year. No, or any year, and. The fact that Shea Patterson, yeah, he hasn't been signed yet is a little weird to me. But I mean, he's, he's not good either. Not my favorite quarterback ever, but he's mm-hmm. better than work. So yeah, I think it's kind of cool that Josh Uche and um and uh, what's um Winovich are yeah are back together. That'd be kind of cool to watch if they get to play. Yeah, they got another. They got a Michigan alignment too. I don't remember which one. Maybe Onwenu. I don't remember, but that'll be that'll be kind of cool. They're gonna be a fun team to watch. I like. The fact that they got Uche and Winovich back together, that's a good rushing duo. Yeah. Definitely would have liked to see them at the Lions. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Our, our D-line was ter- just terrible. It's just know, like no it, pressure it, at all. They never done anything to make it any better. Yeah. yeah. And we only all we did was lose guys like Snacks and Arson and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, the thing about Snacks is that I guess he didn't I saw the one thing he said about how he didn't want to play for the Lions at all, and I didn't realize that. Um, I think I read that a couple weeks ago, but I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of guys coming out and saying that they hated the Lions organization yeah. and stuff, like Slay and people like that that just did not enjoy playing for Patricia at all. What did you think of the of the DeAndre Swift draft pick? Uh, at first, I was not so sure because, I mean, we got on Johnson and Bo Scarborough and stuff. Yeah. And then we also took a running back later in the draft from New Mexico State. But I've heard good things about him, and I, a lot of people think he's the best running back in the draft. So if he can come in and help us and be, like, 
uh, one-two punts with him and carry on, and maybe keep carry on from getting injured. Yeah. Or fill in when carry on's injured. Yeah, that's I'm what I was thinking. Got somebody that can do that. I'm not sure it was the biggest need, but. Yeah, especially with carry on always getting hurt, it seems like maybe it'd be a guy that we can like actually rely on to get yards and not have to wear him out as much. Yeah. Another surprising one I thought was Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles, but I think from what I've been hearing is that they want to do a thing similar to kind of what like a Taysom Hill type of thing in uh, New Orleans with him and Carson Wentz. So that'll be kind of kind of cool. Yeah, it seems like it's. I mean, it sucks that he's. We're not probably not going to see him play for a while unless Wentz is hurt. Yeah. But I think it's a good situation for him where he can be underneath Wentz and maybe take over when Wentz leaves or go somewhere else in free agency and do something good. So. Yeah, I I was kind of. Um, it'll be interesting to see how things go with Tua in Miami. Um just to see if he can stay healthy. Because if he can stay healthy, I think like he's probably second best quarterback in the draft to Joe Burrow. Or even I think like, if he's healthy, he could even be considered the best quarterback. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because before, like last year, he was supposed to be the number one overall pick, and then he, came, he was kind of hurt and came back. Yeah, um, Burrow had one of the best seasons in college football history, but there's, there's some people who think that if Tua hadn't gotten hurt, he would have went number one overall. So. Yeah, I mean, his two his highlights from or just the stats he put up at Alabama are kind of insane when he was healthy. He just, yeah, and since he doesn't get hurt and Alabama wins a couple more games, makes the playoff, beats Clemson, like, mm-hmm. that's a big difference. Or beats LSU, I mean, sorry. That's a big difference. And maybe they can, uh, he would be the number one pick then over Burrow. Yeah. Though I, I I would say he might even be in a better situation now going to the Dolphins rather than going to the Bengals because the Bengals are going to be bad for a while. And I know the Dolphins yeah. aren't – like the Dolphins aren't – they're bad, but they aren't like Bengals bad, I guess. The Bengals are pretty bad. The, the thing Burrow has over him is A.J. Green and like yeah. Tyler Boyd, some talented receivers that mm-hmm. they don't really have in Miami. Yeah. But – he does. I think it is a better situation to go into Miami right now than the Bengals for sure. Yeah, I this I don't know about if we were even able to do something like this, but like if we could have traded even up to the second pick and got Chase Young, like I wouldn't have been upset if we would have done that. Like if we would have traded like another like our third pick and then like another pick later in the draft to go up and get him, because I just feel like he would be able to make uh impact more than Okuda. Yeah, I don't know how big of a possibility that is, but I would love that. I, I think Chase Young is going to be super good. Because uh, Ohio State's just been producing, like, star the ends the last couple of years with... Uh, Bosa. Bosa. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's... um. Watching his highlights, like when they were showing him on draft night, he looked just looks so much like bigger than everyone else. Like he just looks huge when he's out there. You were kind of scratching out there, right? Can you say that again? Yeah, he 
pretty much dominated everyone. Um, some more things. Caleb, are you still there? Yeah. What have you been up to at Reagan's house? Do you like staying at his house? It's alright. His fans are pretty fun, and uh, we throw some baseball, play some video games. What video games have you been playing? Like a uh, super mega baseball. Nice. NCAA football 14? Can I say that again? Did you play NCAA 14 at all? Yeah. Yeah, I beat him. I beat him. Mascot mashup? Uh, for sure. Stanford trees, baby. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't play as Big Red, right? Yeah. <laughs> They'll be dropping those passes. I, I, that's why I forgot. I should have went with the Irish. Yeah, you should, the leprechaun, he's got speed for days. Yeah. Yeah, Caleb went with Michigan State. He got smacked on, of course. So. Of course. Well, I, Michigan State's terrible, so. Can't ever pick Michigan State, Caleb. Yeah. How are how are things going with school? Is everything going pretty good for you guys over there? Uh, yeah. Right now, my hardest class is Latin. So. Yeah, same. Latin has got to so be impossible. Annoying. It's so annoying. I got I got a ninety-one on the last one of those worksheets we did. I, like the words in like the other section, I just have no like what is it? I don't even I don't know like anything. Really? I know, same. Like, I can figure... I, I just took my Latin placement test for MLC. I haven't, like, heard anything back yet, but I don't think I'm going to be placed very high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... Latin is a struggle. I wish that Chartrand could have kept teaching, like, Latin yeah, 3 and 4, because we would have probably learned stuff. Mm-hmm, I agree. You do a good job. Like, sophomore year Latin... I understood pretty much most of it. Like, I could at least, like, look at stuff and, like, figure stuff out a little bit. And I had at least a little bit of some... I knew what some words meant, but when we get into the Aeneid, it's just... There's so much there, it just doesn't make any sense. I know, same. And then, like, he's really not, like, teaching us much anything. He's more just kind of figure it out. And, like, he puts, like, on the highlights of my assignment of, like, what it kind of is, but... I still don't understand what he means when they like he gets done talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I think I uh, understood a lot better in Latin too. What was going on? Yeah, like even like analyzing the verbs, like with the practice that Chartrand had us do to like figure out what like kind of doing with his like um, boxes that he did, and, like to write down and all the things kind of made it helpful to like know what like the tense and the mood and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was he had his different like his videos and things that he showed us that really broke down how to do everything and showed us exactly what we were supposed to do. Yeah, like word order for me, like just like being able to look at the sentence and try to figure out what's actually happening is like almost impossible. And like finding the subject, it's like I get it; it's in the nominative case. But when like when it has an ending that can like be in like two or three different other places. Try to figure out, like, what goes where is, like, impossible. And I hate trying to go, like, word by word and breaking down every single word into it, tell, into figuring out exactly what it is. Yeah. So normally, like, I just try to get the gist of the sentence based on what the words mean. And, like, uh, yeah. It's not the best way to do it. Yeah. 
I like that's what I liked using the the other Latin books we had because you could kind of I felt like it had more of like a flow, so you could kind of like figure you could kind of piece it together a lot more easy easier. I thought. Yeah, the Aeneid has been more complicated. Yeah, it, but like when we were doing the like the things where you just um read the summaries and then like summarize what was happening in each book like the story itself is like super exciting but it's like so long that like the translating you never actually get like through any of it so it doesn't make any sense it doesn't it doesn't seem similar at all yeah were you saying there that it just doesn't seem like you cut out so i was just one uh did you say that it can you just repeat what you said? Going from reading it in English to now reading it in Latin and translating it, it almost doesn't seem like the same book. Like, I don't even see the similarities. Yeah, same. It, it is... There's so many extra details and stuff that you get in Latin that you wouldn't get in the summary. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was, like, a movie about it, I feel like the movie would be pretty hype because, yeah. like, the fighting scenes are were pretty exciting, I thought. Yeah. How is do you, how has lit class been for you guys? Are like are your discussions still pretty good, even though they're done virtually? We had a decent one today, but they're not the same as they would have been in class. We don't get into the same arguments. Yeah. That we, normally... we had a we had a pretty good one last. I think it was last Friday that that we had. We were talking about. It ended up getting to the point where we were talking about how girls were po- would post something on Instagram. And then all the girls will comment on them about like how beautiful the girl is or whatever. Yes, I hate that. It's, <laughs> and I think because I think some of the girls were saying like they don't like being called pretty or like it doesn't mean anything to them. And then, and then we're like, if it doesn't mean anything to you guys, then why do you? Why does everyone comment on your like? Why do you post and then want comments on them? I hate the girls who like obviously are just lying and like you don't even with that person why are you saying this yeah You're being completely fake about it yeah it was funny because uh after like i think yesterday uh maya sent me a tiktok of of about the that same thing about girls put putting putting all the comments and it was like a picture of like a, a like a ugly monkey or something after and like that's the person who was in the post it was just kind of funny it's like because ellie said something too about like it gets annoying when people do it when you're like not even i think maya said there was like some people do it and they're not even like friends with the person they don't even talk to them and though that's kind of silly i think yeah and it'll just be like obviously not a true statement about how good they look or something they, they have bad lighting they don't they yeah. don't have like the proper angle and stuff and you can obviously tell but then somebody will come in and tell them they look so great and it's like yeah <laughs> I I think sometimes too it's like with this whole COVID situation, like seeing people like I guess like not just couples but like people who are like hanging out with each other when they're like they shouldn't be and then they like they post about it or like put something on their story about that they're like hanging out with people from like school or whatever. I don't know, that kinda of like just like triggers me because like it's like you're not supposed to be doing it, but then posting about it or putting it on your story just like makes to me just it just triggers me. Yeah. And people, like, all these people going out and hanging out with friends are just 
making it all go on, make it worse, and making it last longer than it should yeah. have to. Yeah, that's what annoys me, I think. It's just because a lot of people aren't following what the governor's saying, and then they get upset when it's everything gets extended, or they get upset when she feels like they're taking their rights away. Well, if you would have, if a lot of people would have listened more at the beginning, we might not even have to be at this point that we're at right now. Yeah, yeah you should be considerate to the people who are trying to do their best to keep you alive. Yeah, I do like that she's like letting us do more things outside, but I feel like still people are going to be taking advantage of it, and it's not going to help. Yeah, but hopefully everything everything will will pass pretty soon. So. Hopefully we'll be able to see you guys at church again. Yeah, we've been going all alone. Yeah, as the singers. I think I think they're having a church is having a meeting on Thursday to talk about it because I think my dad wants us to start going back this Sunday, but he's going to talk to pastor about it because he's like, we're going to go back to church and starting the first week in May. So. Yeah, they're supposed to get together and talk about it soon. So hopefully they'll figure something out. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be able to see you guys soon. It's been weird being the, the only family that's there. And now, okay, so we, were the, we were the only people. Now it's, there's a couple more people, like Mrs. Major or Mr. who just showed up, and I don't really know why. But <laughs> it's weird, like, sitting there, like us, without our family. Yeah. It's definitely weird listening to the live stream and not hearing anyone, too. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we got for you guys today. So thanks for coming on to the Joe Show. Um, Really appreciate you guys coming on. Had a good time talking. Yeah, thanks for having us. Glad, I could, glad we could be here. Caleb, I'll see you later. All right, dude. Okay. See ya. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. See you, Thanks again for Reagan coming on to the Joe Show and Caleb piping in a little bit every once in a while in the background. Uh, Getting to some normal podcast stuff, updates on COVID-19. Numbers are going down. We saw a lower day yesterday after a couple days that were a little bit higher. Um, But we were in the 500s yesterday. Um, So, you know, we're allowed to do, we're allowed to go outside more uh, with what the governor said on Friday. Golf's now allowed, which is cool and boating and hiking and outdoor stuff like that. Um, Our hospital numbers are down 32% since um, the last two weeks, which is good. Um, The governor sent out a new order today about grocery stores, um, mostly just talking about, like, they're going to be making more employees wearing masks um, and keeping making sure to enforce the six feet, keeping people six feet apart. and also what the governor said on Friday, uh, keeping like when you're inside a building, everyone's got to be wearing a mask, uh, which is good, whether it's just like a homemade one or whatever. Um, but overall our numbers are getting better slowly. So we just got to keep being patient with it and things will be looking better. Um, our verse of the day today is second Timothy four, seven. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. Um, I think that's a good one uh, because during this time, it can be easy to like want to just give in or give up uh, and just do your own thing. Um, and it is kind of a fight to like to 
keep doing what you're supposed to be doing, or it can be easy to be questioning your faith at this time um, about, is God really looking out for us? Is he really in control of what's happening? Uh, this is a good one to remember is that to keep keep going, keep pushing through, and keep your faith and know that God's got everything in his hands. Um, and it's going to be over soon. Um, so we just keep doing what we can do to help and looking out for each other and try to help out and uh, be talking to our friends and things like that. And before we know it, we'll be it'll be all over when we go back to our, our somewhat normal lives. Um, some sports stuff. Uh, we talked a lot about the draft with Reagan, so I'm not going to talk about that too much. Um, and uh, breaking news right now in the NBA, the NBA pushes back the date for limited reopening of team facilities to May 8th because the Atlanta Hawks are unwilling to take part. So a little bit of a woge bomb there. So they were supposed to open up their facilities in certain states May 1st, but that is being pushed back to May 8th because of the Hawks. Um, and I think that's good. I think it would be nice to get some people to be able to come back in and you know at least shoot around because I know not everyone has access to it. Um, another thing, the episodes three and four of the last dance came out yesterday i thought they were pretty good maybe not as good as the the first and second one i thought it was still pretty good um i liked how they talked about the bad boys a lot and rodman rodman's pretty crazy um but i still kind of like how mj hates hates us hates the pistons um, and i watched a video today about bill Ambeer saying that he doesn't he doesn't regret walking off the court uh, against them in the Eastern Conference Finals after they after we lost to the Bulls and I don't I'm with Bill Lampier rather than Isaiah Thomas on this one because I feel like I can't really tell with Isaiah Thomas because he'll be like wasn't the right thing to do or I probably wouldn't have done the same thing because he got kind of left off the dream team which is was ridiculous because of it because um, MJ doesn't like him but I mean I think. Isaiah Thomas has is more in the media, I guess. With he's on, he's with NBA TV and on TNT talking sometimes. Um, so he's more in the media than Bill Ambeer is. But Bill Ambeer says he doesn't regret it at all. And I mean, I didn't realize that the the Celtics walked off on the on the Pistons after we beat them. Uh, and so I can kind of see what Isaiah Thomas is saying about like, hey, that's what that's how it was. And I thought like MJ saying that we shook their hands after the last year we lost. Well, that doesn't matter. That's not how we did it. That's how, that's maybe how you do it, but that's not how we do it. And I know, I mean, there's sometimes where I feel like I don't want to shake the other team's hands because I don't like them. I mean, you don't like someone, you don't want to, you lose to them, you don't want to interact with them. And I kind of get that. Um, and I don't, I'm not a huge fan of how everyone after games nowadays are like hugging it out and laughing and stuff between between teams. I kind of like it more how it used to be with teams like not really liking each other. Um, I'm more of a fan of, fan of that, but I can kind of debate that with somebody else. Talk some more about that maybe on, maybe on Wednesday. So that's everything for the Joe show for today. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram page at the, at the Joe show 2020 and to follow us on Spotify. And until next time, thanks for tuning in to the Joe show.